Hey everyone, this is John. And this is Wes. And this is Ryan. And this is the Nintendo Show, the best damn Nintendo podcast on the internet. We're back, fellas. Hey. We had about a week off there. Yeah. It feels like it's been longer because we record like a couple of days before I actually post. And we haven't uh, gotten together since then. But hey, we're back. Here we are. We're going to talk about yeah. some Pokemon. All right. Yeah. It's, it's the first show for the month of February, 2024. So, Pokemon. Um, you got to catch them all. You, you do have to you catch them all. It's required. It's, it's, it's part le- of the game. I mean, it's a verbal legal contract. Mm-hmm. If so you what, don't, what? they'll come after you. <laughs> what uh, they'll find out. They'll know. Just mm-hmm. like they know all about Pal World, they'll know mm-hmm. that you didn't catch them all, and they'll come after you. Yeah. So we're, four, so we're we'll, forty-six uh, sec- seconds into the episode, and you guys are talking about Pal World. I was hoping <laughs> we didn't discuss it at all. I didn't say a thing. That was John. <laughs> <laughs> hey, best game ever made, Pal World. Yeah, I'm sure. I want to play it. I want to play it. So there's uh, actually what we're going to talk about um, every month, as of course listeners know, we do a retro show, and coming up in March. Oh, the Ruby Sapphire games for the Game Boy Advance are due up on the retro show. We've been doing a run uh, a few months back. We did like a draft where we picked the Pokemon that we wanted to use for our run throughs of that game. I still have my list, but I haven't started it because I haven't seen either of you to get a working DS to play these games. Oh, well, Ryan shared that emulator. Yeah, I, I, haven't done that I passed along an emulator. I'd, I'd recommend just doing it that way. Yeah, that's 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 the way to that's yeah. the way to play it. All right. Uh, I mean, I okay. could lend you my GBASP and a cartridge, but um, that's the way I God plugged, intended it. I, I, pl- <laughs> I actually plugged in my GBASP and the cartridge, and the cartridge in the GBA battery is dead, so I can't save. Mm. So that's was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to the emulator. Yeah. But uh, me and Ryan have been playing a little bit, so we'll discuss that, and I'm sure we'll have more to discuss on the next Pokemon show slash retro show. Because uh, I actually do plan on doing some pretty deep dives into a lot of the the Pokemon that I've that I've gotten. Ryan, you were um, talking about doing like a second run through because yes. we drafted so many. Yeah, we, we ended up drafting such a deep team that I ran through with a set, and then I got kind of the point where I was like, I can keep catching more, or I can just stick with this team I got because I liked the team I had. And I had a really nice like bench left of other Pokemon available, like enough where I could just com- just do a completely different run through if I wanted. So that's what I'm gonna what, do. Um, was it, was okay. this a uh, run through like Nuzlocke rules kind of? They die, they're no. dead. Now just run. Oh, certainly yeah. not for me. No. <laughs> no, like I was, I actually, gr- I was, I was grinding on the Elite Four. Like I was intentionally just playing through until they beat me, um, just to mm-hmm. get some levels. Uh, yeah, it's an easy way. Unless you want to like go around fighting Gabby and Ty over and over again, it's a good way to just get some levels. Yeah, yeah that was the one thing I remember from Gen Three is that there's between the eighth gym and the Leaf Four, there's such a level gap. It's tough to get your guys up there ready to go. Um, you yeah. kind of have to do some grinding because there's a just a pretty big gap between those two. Well, and and I believe the first Elite Four member, like their Pokemon start and like the high 40s if i remember correctly just from like booting this up like the, when you get to the final boss when you fight steven at the end you know his team is i think in the high 50s maybe even the 60s but honestly like the levels are super low um for this for this game hmm. so you don't have you don't i never felt like i needed to grind a lot huh. um must have been a long time since i played this game cuz i remember when i got through the eighth gym i was like five levels below the first gym leader. Hmm. 
And I was like, I got to do some grinding to kind of catch up a little bit here, but apparently that's not the case. Yeah, I think one thing that uh, that I've noticed playing these games again, because it has been a long time since I played these original versions, is that um, similar to Gold Silver, you're not like getting super high level. So I I am in front of the fifth gem. Um, I'm actually well. Quick correction: I'm wandering around the desert right now because I need to go catch my trap inch because he's going to be crucial for the the fight in the fifth gem, uh, which is the normal gym with the slacking. So. And I'm, I'm like in the uh, mid-20s, like 25, 26 is the general level of the Pokemon on my team. So it's it's not like you're you're blasting. And I feel like the, the fifth gym, I think, in uh, like red-blue, I think technically is the Fuchsia gym. And that's a gym where, you know, you're, you're encountering Pokemon in like the low 40s. So I, I'm actually really impressed with how well-balanced the game has been so far. At no point have I ever felt like I was severely over-leveled or severely un- under-leveled. And they strike a really nice balance between like giving you opportunities to be well-leveled enough and like having a, 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 an opportunity for good team construction. Like No matter what gym you're coming up against next, there's always something around that area that's going to give you an advantage in that gym um and that was the other thing and uh that's one thing also is i again i'm doing this off of memory you guys have been playing it um that it, it's not like gen 4 where you're just gonna see that one bird pokemon and Cretune hmm. over and over and over again there there's like every new section there is a pretty there's new pokemon in every new sections so you get yeah. one little path, and you see the Electrikes and the um, the Poison guy. What was his name? The first form. Oh, I forget his name. Goldpin. Swallow. Goldpin. Yeah, Goldpin. I really like Goldpin. Um, you see him, and then you go up further, and you got your Torkoals and Numols. And then just by the Fire Gym, you got your uh, Spoinks. And, I mean, there's just a, a pretty good diversion in, in guys as just in that little pathway. Yeah, for sure. I think like there's really good Pokemon diversity throughout like most of the routes. You know, and in a lot of routes you'll see like your your Zigzagoons and maybe your Puccinas, uh, but every route is going to have something like at least interesting to go try to get. Uh, I think like the Pokedex in this one is like about two hundred, uh, including or maybe not including legendaries. I'm not sure, but they're they're going to like give you everything available in the game before you get to the elite four except for matang so you have a lot of things to play around with and i think like the the pokedex in this game is also very well balanced between like your your different types um something that i did run into i was speaking of the balance of the game is uh when when i was drafting uh, i didn't really take into account the gym leaders i was going to run into and it hasn't been like a, a super i haven't run into any big brick walls but like the first gym um, is of course the rock type trainer and I was strolling in there with a Torchic and a Ralts and Ralts was not able to carry me through that one uh, even with confusion and the low special defense of the other Pokemon uh, I had to like leave and go like gain a couple levels until Torchic began combusting and then with double kick it was no problem um, but like even in front of that gym you know you have uh, like Wingles that you can go get if you need to, to play type in so there's like low tads and C dots out there but uh, one thing I have noticed in particular about uh, Ralts 
in this game, which is a Pokemon that I've used a couple of times before. Uh, but, you know, you, you compare it to uh, Abra, which is the sort of... Um, the, this generation's version of Abra is Ralts. You know, the, the weak Pokemon who, after you train it up, is going to be one of the more superpowered ones. It's a bit more of, like, an even curve to getting to, like, its most powerful state. Whereas, you know, Abra is, of course, useless until it uh, evolves. Uh, Ralts has some utility because it actually has moves it can use, aside from teleport. And when it does evolve, Abra becomes like this powerhouse immediately and learns Confusion and Psybeam very, very quickly. And Abra is just like your... your uh, Kadabra becomes like your, a mainstay, like a big powerhouse on any team because of just how good the psychic type is and how good it's special like in speed are paired with Psybeam. Whereas Curlia, Ralts' first evolution, uh, doesn't learn these other moves that quickly. And like you're, you're rolling with some like calm minded confusion for a lot of the middle of the game until you get to, you know, of course, Gardevoir and you get like all the, the, the best types of moves and stuff. How's strong is Kadabra anyways, because oh, Kadabra's a hot that... Like, Kadabra has, like, no health, but I think 100 and... I don't want to exaggerate, but I think it's, like, 115 special attack and over 100 speed. Yeah, Kadabra's a glass cannon. Yeah, I feel like they kind of had to make him that way, too, because not everybody's going to have friends to evolve him. So that could be another reason why he was just a powerhouse right out the gate. Could be. Yeah, also, it probably would have been held better in check if they coded the game right <laughs> and <laughs> I, mean, I believe it's what it's 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 not weak to ghost when it should be right so yeah that's that's tough and then the only ghost in the game is gengar which is paired with poison and psychic's good against poison so doubly fucked yeah well ryan who's uh who are you rolling with on your team right now um well i, I crossed the finish line with this team um that i have right here um I have a level 57 Ludicolo. Um, nice. <laughs> this thing's actually pretty fantastic, honestly. I, I stripped a few HMs off of it because I, I'm like I just don't need them anymore. But for this thing was running for most of the game, uh, surf, dive, waterfall, and flash um, was fantastic at just hanging on to all these HMs for me. I swapped out a few HMs for some better TMs though, and I it currently has this thing is a baller. It has Surf, Dive, Blizzard, and Giga Drain. Shit. Um, yeah, this, this, I intentionally tried to theme my... Because in Gen 4, the gen after this one, is when they make it so that the moves inherently are physical and special. But Gens 1 through 3, of course, the type tells you whether or not it's physical or special. And I believe... Huh. I, I'm not sure about Ice. I think Ice is special. But I know for sure Water and Grass are special. Um, so this, this thing is, is just an absolute nightmare. Um, and let me move the thing here. Yeah, it's, it's not the most amazing special attack, but it has 138 special attack, as is, at level 57. So Yeah, and you know, like, the, the physical special split, which, of course, will occur in the next generation, uh, really does give you, like, a lot of different Pokemon, different types of utilities. You can have a physical attacking fire type, etc. But, like, the, the physical special stuff and Gen 3 and previous, it does kind of make sense what is what. Things like Psychic, Fire, Water, Electric, those are going to be special attacks. Things like Normal, Rock, Fighting, Flying, those are going to be your physical attacks. Um, 
The one weird one is that ghost is a physical yeah. type. Yeah, ghost is hmm. kind of a strange one. It really is, because um, dark is not dark. Dark is special, mm. and you know, oftentimes, mm-hmm. ghost and dark moves go hand in hand. You know, in the same way that like fairy and psychic do. So, I find that to be pretty strange. Um, uh, also, you know, a comment I was gonna make earlier, and we've kind of derailed from it, but. Um, what, what's your opinion on this? Because I'm a little frustrated with the way that, like, if a Pokemon has multiple stages, each new additional stage will learn the same moves, but learn them later. Like, yeah. why do they? Why do they do that to you? Where they make you play an extra ten levels as a route to get your Psybeam five levels earlier, or something like that? You know, I mean, I'm not saying that's exactly what happens for routes, but I feel like that happens all the time. Where it's like, I I want to get Giga Drain on my starter but i also don't want to keep it as like a fucking trico for yeah, I, 40 I think levels i remember they did that to um char char uh charmander and charizard yeah. in gen yeah. one like flamethrower he got like 20 some levels earlier as a charmander or something ridiculous uh, it still happens mm-hmm. it's still yeah. a thing where like earlier stage pokemon will learn moves at lower levels and I'm not exactly sure what it accomplishes, but the the sort of um, decision you have to make is, okay, do I want to like keep this thing with lower base stats but learn these better move faster? Or do I want to have the higher base stats and have to wait a little bit longer? So it's like making you, forcing you into this decision. Um, but like you're saying, Ryan, I'm not exactly sure what it is about that that like uh, uh, makes it a meaningful decision, you know. Mm-hmm. We, well, but like the funny thing is, like we mentioned, uh, trade evolutions with um, Kadabra, Alakazam. Trade evolutions when they're traded and evolved, they'll still learn moves of the same levels as their middle form. Yeah. Well, and that's interesting about Ludicolo specifically is that this one takes a water stone. By the way, the water stone is found in the abandoned ship on Route One Hundred Eight which uh-huh. you could totally bypass and never even notice it's there if you weren't going both north and south on that passageway, that water passageway that runs east to west. Because it's very wide. It's very, not very wide, but I guess we would say it's very tall. Very easy to miss it there. But it is there, you know, and to get to it, you have to, you know, use dive to get to a very specific part of this giant ship and then use dive again inside of the ship. And if you do that, you'll get to the place that has your... Uh, has your water stone, and at which point your you... reward is and water stone. Yeah, one water stone. I think they were. I think I was reading online. They were saying there's someone that'll trade you shards. I didn't find a single shard. By the way, also the inventory sucks. There's so little mm. inventory space. Yeah. Um, I constantly find mus- found myself running out of inventory space, and I was super surprised at when when uh, I picked up too many items. Like, hey, you have no room for this. Go and store some of your PC. Like, oh shit, we're still storing stuff at the PC. Okay. Yeah, I actually played through probably 70% of the game without my EXP share, simply because I didn't have room in the inventory and I didn't notice it. The guy that was given to give it to me was the uh, one in the, the big tower, I think, in um, one of the, I forget the name of the city, but like, yeah, basically you're, you're given to it, given that as a, as a reward for having accomplished something. And it only happened when I backtracked because I thought I was doing something wrong. And then went back and talked to him. He's like, Oh yeah, you have room now. Here's your EXP share. <laughs> yeah. And he's kind of funny. Like, uh, uh, going back to these earlier generations after not playing them for so long to, to notice all of the differences because 
you know, while, while this game is definitely a step above gold silver, uh, this game does feel next gen on next gen hardware. The Pokemon series is always very iterative. They make these incremental changes, uh, and you don't always notice uh, how all the changes add up until you go from like playing a, a Gen Seven game back to a Gen Three game, mm-hmm. or where you know where you have uh, you don't even need to go to a PC to swap out your team anymore. Now you just like can access your Pokemon boxes anywhere. Yeah. Oh, you have the. I was going to say, one of the nice things about using an emulator the way we're playing, if we didn't establish that earlier, we're using emulators, not the actual consoles, just because like, I don't think any of us want to reboot or restart our cartridges at this point. But yeah, uh, the Ludicolo, uh, I, I hunted it for a mild nature, which boosts special attack and reduces a forget what. You'd like it to be uh, attack, but it's not. That's... Yeah, that's modest. Um, but at any rate, also, and it has Swift Swim, and I don't think I've ever once had this thing actually in the rain, so I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of a pointless pointless uh, ability to have. Oh, and is this the generation that introduces abilities, too? I think it is. Yeah. I think, I think Gen cool. 2 had natures, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until Gen 3 that you get abilities. Uh, and I think Gen 2 also had held items, but that continues in Gen 3, and they introduce a lot more held items. Yeah. Uh, you get a bunch of different types of TMs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the the inventory system, while still limited, I think does split a bit more in terms of like where it's storing your things. I think you do have a separate pouch for berries yes, now. You do. And your TMs are held in a specific spot. Your key items are in another. So... You know, you do have like a main thing where they're just going to throw in, you know, held items and healing items, repels, escape ropes, that sort of thing, a money item. All the stuff you're going to sell. Yeah. Uh, but it just it fills up way too fast, especially since I'm playing with the Lanoon, uh, who I'll get to in a minute. Uh, well, actually, I can get to you right now. It's the next Pokemon on my list. Do it. Um, but yeah. Your boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ended up, you know, I just told you Ludicolo is 57, Lanoon is 67. Um, Lanoon is a a motherfucker I I love this thing so much Um, yeah it's currently running and you can see what what uses I had for it here strength, rock smash cut, belly drum (laughs) (laughs) nice I gave up the covet on this I was running with covet for a while until it basically could learn belly drum and then I took it and I realized like covet was not really coming through clutch with anything I think every once in a while I might steal a berry but I wasn't finding much use for it, and it would be its, its third low damage normal type move, so I was like, I just don't care. And with Belly Drum, this thing is a wrecking ball. Um, it can, you know, as long as you bring into the final run of the Elite Four five Hyper Potions, you can basically start with um, a Belly Drum and then just sweep. He's so fast. Um, in this case, the only one I couldn't sweep was the Ghost Gym because none of these moves hit Ghosts. Mm. So I had another answer for that, who I'll get to in a minute. But yeah, uh, this thing is is just just delightful to play with. Um, and just every time I open my inventory, it's always a surprise. It's like, oh, did he did pick up come through? Do I get something new? Um, I think I got I used about seven of them. I think I found about fifteen rare candies on it. So I think I'm sitting on about eight unused rare candies right now. Um, on top of things like nuggets and ultra balls and hyper potions and all sorts of good stuff. Lanoon is just the fucking best. Right now I'm using for my like uh, HM utility mule, uh, I have my Slack off mm-hmm. who has 
uh, cut strength and rock smash. Um, and I, I generally, I'm trying to keep my team. Uh, I have seven now that I've caught. I'm trying to, you know, do a little bit of training here and there to kind of keep, keep them on a, an even keel in case I need to do any swapping and kind of uh, get more familiar with some of the ones I haven't used much before, uh, except for slack off because like maybe at some point I'll find a good spot to like do switch training and stuff. But even like uh, in a first form, it'll still have that truant ability and it'll ditch that when it comes Vigoroth and pick it back up again, of course, is slacking. But like it, it's such like, uh, uh, you know, first stage normal Pokemon that you find early in the game. You know, it's, it's nothing special and you have to miss every other turn. It's just annoying. But... It does a lot of the the traversal uh, unlocking for me, which has been good. I ran yeah. that thing once as just simply Vigoroth. I just left him there. Seemed to do fine. Vigoroth is pretty solid on its own. And I don't even know if this generation has the Eviolite held item. No. Um, but even without it, like, yeah, Vigoroth is still pretty solid. It, it pumps. Like, honestly, Vigoroth is probably better as a straight-up fighter than Lanoon is. Like the only thing that makes Lanoon so special is that belly drum and the absurd speed that it just outspeeds everything. And then also it's just constantly picking up rare candies. And if you just feed it to your Lanoon, you'll have a level 100 Lanoon by the time you've got a level 40 team. <laughs> you know, like it's <laughs> yeah, Lanoon gets a little weird. It's like a hey, a weird reference, but Lanoon sort of feels like Colin from uh, Advance Wars. It's just this sneaky little fucker that shouldn't be good, but is if you exploit its abilities. It's funny that you say that because I've been playing a lot of Advance Wars too. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is where they introduce Colin. <laughs> yeah. Do you like Colin? I think he's a f I think he's fun to play as. I like Colin. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a uh, a CEO that I don't like. I think um and we'll we'll get deeper into Advance Wars too when we do like the the, the mini show next week. Um, because I got a lot of thoughts on it. But like the, every CEO in that game has something that uh, that makes them special and uh, very very situational and to the point where like you know I'll, I'll open up a map in the war and be like this CEO is going to be the best one to use in this particular case so mm -hmm. you know while while I do have a, a partiality to grit there are going to be maps and and battles and fights and stuff where I'm like no grit you cannot come with me on this one this is no yeah, good for you. He is he is like really bad, especially on like Olaf stages. Mm. Um, Olaf is just his answer. Like that, it's tough, tough for him. But yeah, yeah, I I kind of wish there was a way to randomize what your CO would be. Like it just gives you the level, and then it gives you a random. It generates two different COs to see like you know what kind of funny combinations you get. Because yeah, when you do maps, you always have some CO in mind. Where you're like, clearly this one's. It's like if there's no. Or if there's very few, like, um, what, like, the airport things, like, why would you go with Eagle? Right. You know, if there's right. not a lot of water on the map, like, why would you go with Olaf kind of thing? Hmm. Anyway, that's not Pokemon. That's another great game, but it's not Pokemon. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and this one has a, a naughty nature, uh, which boosts uh, attack. I forget what the... It's, it doesn't... Again, it's not Adamant, which is the ideal one, but... It boosted attack, and I was like, all right, that's fine. Let's go, let's go with it. Oh, you know what this game, I think uh, Generation 3 did do, was it gave you, like, the the red-blue indicators of what's being boosted, what's being subtracted from your nature. You know, it doesn't look like it's doing it on my game. 
How interesting. Like, I have it up right here, and it's all in color. It, it may be... It's either yeah, Gen 4, it, is... it might be if uh, on a, the special, like, uh, Emerald. They might have done it with Emerald. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. Next, I didn't tell you my nicknames. Um, Ludicolo was named Lily. I just thought that was cute. And Lanoon I named Bonnie, because it's a girl, like Bonnie and Clyde. So there you go. Very good. Um, Do you have a Clyde on your team? No, no, I don't, sadly. She is, uh, she is without uh, Still her. looking for her Clyde. Yeah, you know. Uh, I have now the lowest leveled on my team and still is like on par with everybody else. I have a level 48 Skarmory, um, who I named D-Eagle for like Desert Eagle. Um, it's like a, it's a video game gun. So I thought that was funny. Even at level 48, this thing is actually like just, just tanky. It holds up really well. It's not as fast as you'd like it to be. But it's got 155 defense and uh, 120. Well, I'm telling you the stats. These aren't the raw stats, but it's got a lot of defense and it's got really good attack. And um, its combination of moves. Uh, let me bring those up real quick. Steel wing, air cutter, uh, spikes, and fly. So um, just hits hard with the things it needs to hit hard with, and it just does a lot of damage. And steel and well, steel doesn't cover that much, but flying especially. Flying covers a lot. So this just, anytime I see anything of certain varieties, like if a fighting type comes out, it's like, okay, you're toast. If a bug type, if anything's got a bug type associated with it, like I know it's done too. Rock types get done in by steel. You know, it's just, it's, it's good. Um, I like it. And, and Spikes is um, just kind of a dick move. It's really fun to just throw him out there knowing he's not going to take any real damage and just put down three layers of Spikes. And then, you know, I didn't find anybody with Roar. So no chance to have a little fun with like triple spikes and then just roaring over and over again. So you basically just keep sending your opponent away <laughs> to take a lot of damage. Uh, that's that's a very assholery. Yeah, very annoying thing to do. Um, but yeah, um, I'll go ahead and move on to my next one. Um, my starter that I got was Sceptile. Um, and I named it Lotus. It's that level 56, which is probably kind of average for my team. It's kind of a workhorse. It's not... It's nothing special here, but it has Leaf Blade, Mega Drain, Pursuit, and Screech. Um, I barely ever use Pursuit, and Screech lowers physical defense, and none of these moves are physical defense. So clearly I just haven't needed to put a better move on it. Um, it basically just Leaf Blades, and then if it takes damage, it Mega Drains. And I keep it away from like Fire Types, and it's a very serviceable starter. Really big damage. Uh, Kind of, kind of easy mode if I just want to, you know, play through. Um, what starters do you guys have? I have Torchic. You have Torchic. Yeah. Okay. So I got the Marsh Tomp or Mudkip. Yeah. These are three really good starters. This generation had great starters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been pretty pleased with my Torchic so far. Uh, because I took Torchic, that means May took Marsh Tomp. And that Marsh Tomp, like the last like required fight against May on the route that takes you up to Mauville, mm-hmm. uh, it that that uh, that Marsh Tomp is real mean with his mud shots. That was probably like the hardest time I had in the game, is with that thing because like I I don't have a grass type to counter it. So like I, I didn't at the time. I still don't have a grass type to counter it. But the um I I, I had my uh, Electrike, but it's groundwater at that point so that was no good the only way i could get past without grinding uh incessantly was i have a taylo who had 
not yet become a swallow at that point, but it has guts. So I was able to like pre-poison it and <laughs> just powerhouse my way through it. And, and even then, uh, Taylor was able to get it down like into low enough range where she wouldn't potion, um, but high enough to where someone else could take it out. It wasn't able to do it on its own. No, that's rough. Yeah, I feel like from having played through this game, there are an obnoxious number of Pokemon that are good at confusing or lowering accuracy mm. or increasing their evasion or uh, just being fucky in general, just doing annoying things. Um, a lot of them just don't want to fight straight up, uh, which, which can make it a little frustrating when you get into some of these fights. Oh, and, and just how every trainer has a super potion, like just rando fucking trainers out there. They all seem to have healing stuff on them constantly. So just when you think like you're, you know, you've taken out 80% of their health bar and you're like, okay, this is my turn where I, I don't have to waste my PP on this one move. I can use another move and save a little bit and then they full restore or something. And then you're like, all right, great. Guess I'm, guess I'm starting this fight over because I'll be <laughs> using three of this move instead of not trying to conserve the one. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, I'll, keep, I'll keep moving. Um I've got oh and and one more thing to bring up just uh, and again we, we'll talk about this again I'm sure next month too so I don't I'm not gonna like get everything out of my system about this generation but how fucking obnoxious is that Wally fight when you get through uh, the Victory Road like Victory I Road that fight. is a slog it takes a while to get through and it's very easy to get lost and once you know the route you're fine but then you like you do this whole thing and then you get to the end and he's got like this stacked team and you are have already like won maybe even like lost a few Pokemon already and you've certainly burned through a lot of the PP of them so unless you carried with you a bunch of like ethers and it's also not like a he's waiting there to talk to you to do the fight you basically just walk north towards the exit where you're like okay finally I'm out of this stupid cave and then he just comes up behind you and initiates the fight yeah, yeah surprise motherfucker right so there's no, no chance I... to be like are you ready to fight like they do now which you know people say mm -hmm. the game glad like they just take takes you uh, takes it too easy on you but that's an annoying thing that's one of the most annoying things this game this series of games has done <laughs> i remember this fight because years ago we nuzlocked this game and wally killed my gyarados because of exactly what you're saying he just sneaks up on you right at the end like you're like oh there's the exit thank god i'm finally out of here and here's a fight with wally and in order to i had to replace this gyarados on my team with a wall rain but like at the time it was a, a spiel and I had to like switch train against Gabby and Ty over and over again just to have another like viable water type Pokemon that I needed for the Elite Four for something. Yeah. If I remember correctly, the order is um, Dark first and then Ice. No, no, Dark, Ghost, Ice, Dragon, and then Steven's team. Is that the Which end is like of mostly that? Steel, right? It's kind of like a, well, he no, has like... Yeah. He has a couple of steel, right? Yeah, yeah. He he has that. He obviously has that Metagross at the end. I believe he also has a Skarmory, and I think he has an Agron. I want to say solid team. God, yeah, he's, he's got a nasty team. Well, without getting like too far ahead of ourselves, it is interesting the differences that they they bring about in the Emerald version, which is the third version they do for this game. Much like they did Yellow version for Red Blue, they did Crystal version for Gold Silver, and uh. Ruby Sapphire will have an emerald version and they change up a significant amount of things, including the champ. 
Steven's not the champ in Emerald version. He's like a bonus fight, like oh. after the Elite Four, like a super boss, like Red was in Gold Silver. Oh, wow. Is he tougher? Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I think mid-70s is his level. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it'd be fun to go back. I, I guess Emerald probably came out, if if this if these games came out in 2003, I imagine Emerald's probably 2004 or maybe even later in 2003. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, and that'll be a fun one to play through again as well. Uh, all right, well, next on my team, we're kind of getting towards the end here. Um, but the next one is, speaking of Agron, I have an Agron. Nice. Um, I named it solid. Yeah, I named it Agartha because I think that's the name for the Hollow Earth. Um, I thought that would be a fun, fun thing. It's also got a naughty nature, which again boosts uh, uh, boosts attack at the expense of something else. It has sturdy, which like okay, like I I don't recall it really ever coming through clutch with like negating the one-hit KO thing. I feel like I would have rather... If, I think it's... Is it Rockhead is the other one that it has where it doesn't take... Or it can't be No critted. recoil? No, maybe it's not that. Uh, uh, there's... No, it's an armor. Oh, shoot. What's the one that doesn't take crits? Metal I can't remember. Shell armor? Shell armor? Yeah, I think it's shell armor, um, which would probably be a bit more useful. Uh, yeah, because in this generation, Sturdy doesn't, like, leave you with the one HP. Sturdy just negates one-hit KOs. Yeah. Like a, like a, a guillotine. Guillotine wouldn't affect you. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, um, this one is the beneficiary of a couple of very good TMs. Um, it's running Brick Break, Earthquake, Metal Claw, and Iron Defense. Nice. Um, yeah, this thing is, uh, is really nasty. And it, at only level 53, and you do have to be a bit careful because uh, especially a lot of things just have a fighting move. This thing is obviously super exposed to fighting. Um, but... It's, it's just been very, very tanky. It's also very slow. That's the other problem with this thing, is that you're going to take some hits. Uh, so you just kind of need to... You do need to be careful with it, in spite of it, uh, you know, being very defense-oriented and using all of... The, having a great moveset when you give it the right teams. By the way, most things, like, have shit movesets. There are some Pokemon who just are not functional in the game because of really bad movesets that they're given. So... Um, this this one you have to be very judicious about how you use the TMs that you find. Um, so, are there any that like jump to mind as ones that just don't have functional movesets? Yeah, uh, I'll talk. I'll, then I'll now tell you about my very last Pokemon on the list here. Um, Take us away. Who is the highest level on the team and just an absolute rock star? Uh, Banet. Uh, Banet has been insanely clutch this whole run. Um, I named it Nyx, N-Y-X, um, and I say that because the, you know, it's a physical attacking Pokemon, that's what you want to do, it's got 195 attack to 127 special attack, like, the only damaging moves it learns that are physical are, like, two ghost moves, and that's it, like, it learns a couple dark moves, which are all, uh, special, and I think a, maybe two or three other moves. Like, this thing is basically Shadow Ball. This thing is walking Shadow Ball. And that's kind of it. And, th well, is, is that is what it would be if you didn't put any TMs on it. I put the TM Thunder on this thing. And, oh boy. Like, hell, yeah, this thing is great. Great with that. Um, I also put on... Fa I have Fan Attack. I never use it. And I have Will-O-Wisp, which 
I think maybe I used four or five times in the entire run. It's basically just like, is it useful to use a thunder? I will. Otherwise, I am just going to shadow ball in the face the next thing I see. Like, it's just great. Just really, really strong. Um, I, I don't think I've ever really played with a Bannet, and this thing has been the MVP of this squad. And as I think it's been a very strong squad. Uh, that's how it ended up being level 71. It's just that he was oh, like my lead the party and fuck things up. Very nice. Yeah, so that's... And again, like... Again, Desert Eagle... Or, the, or sorry, uh, Skarmory at level 48 still holds his own. Like, there, I know that's like a 25-level cap. But, you know, they have... Every one of these guys contributed pretty strongly to this team. You know, I was I didn't have that much diversity. I got two grass and two steel types, sure. Uh, but all in all, like... You know, there's been a good squad. I, I loved playing with this one, so that's why I'm going to do a second run through to kind of use the other ones that I drafted that just kind of never got, never got a chance to see any play. Who who else do you have uh, for your for your second run through? Who's queued up? I'm th- I'm tempted to just do an all water team <laughs> because oh, yeah? um, I have what I have left that I didn't use: Carvana, Sfeel, Magikarp, Corfish, Chinchow, Tentacool. I also I did not use a Zubat. I didn't use a Fanfi, which I really wanted to use. I just I, I already like I had this Agron and, and I also have an Anorith too. Like I I could use um Armaldo. Armaldo is a really, really strong Pokemon. I think that one's super underrated. I mean so, you like, did the run with what with what we picked in the draft. Just use whoever you want. Who cares? <laughs> no, draft Pokemon only. Don't listen to Wes. <laughs> well, I, I like. I would like it because I want to hear your takes on your guys' Pokemans. Um, I want you guys to be the ones that showcase yours specifically. So, John, you can explain to us uh, the the joys of having five things with Dragon Claw <laughs> or whatever it is that you end up doing. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. Um, so uh, I, I've talked about a couple of the ones that I have already. Uh, I talked about my my Combuskin. Uh, I gave a little brief description of my uh, now Swellow, who was Talo. Uh, I'm not a fan of Slackoff so far, but I'm giving him some more time and uh, some utility purposes. Uh, let's see. I do have the Electrike. It did finally learn an Electric move. It takes a while for that thing to actually learn an Electric move Spark, and it's more of a physical attacker. But you know, Electric is a pretty solid type just on its own so it's it's doing some good work mm-hmm. Ralts, who's now curly is coming into his own or her own and in her case um I, I do have nicknames for all these things as well uh, her name is nilla but i can't remember everyone's name i don't have it uh, in front of me here um she's now that she's got uh, like calm mind confusion as a combo like if i can set up one or two times she's doing some pretty good work a uh, Kadabra as well uh, is uh, oh oh I remember Kadabra's name it's Special K and <laughs> I like that is is just a wrecking ball at all times. Uh, let's see, I did get a Surskit on one of the routes, and Surskit is one of the ones that I held off evolving until it learned Bubble Beam. So now, like as a Masquerade, because it won't learn it as a Masquerade because it loses the Water type. So I don't know if there's any like special advantage of having a water type move on a masquerade, but it is like one of the more interesting things. Like when a Pokemon changes type, 
after evolving. It is kind of cool that there are moves that'll learn in one form that if you hold off evolution, it'll have that. And if you don't, uh, it, you won't have access to that move anymore. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Oh, oh, this generation also introduces heart scales, which is great. It's a great way of being able to like have a more malleable move set. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, who else did I have? Um, I think that covers all of the the major ones on the team. Oh, I do have uh, a Swablu at this point as well. It just got into the rotation. I benched my Talo for uh, a bit to you know, see see if I can get uh, them all on a, on an even level and kind of trade things out as uh, situationally appropriate. But yeah. The, the dragon collecting has started. I think I could get a Bagon as soon as I have access to Meteor Falls, which I do, but I'm holding off on getting that one for now. We'll see when uh, I'll go back and get that thing. I, I do like... Um, I'm appreciating more this time around just the, the general traversal. The game moves at such a snappy pace, and at least like the first half of the game gives you like some interesting places to go, and like some little... like places they can earmark like hey there's something that looks interesting but i'm going to need uh, an hm before i go do that so i'll remember to come look at that later yeah i always felt like this generation as much as it is one of my favorite generations of the games that they've made like i always found navigating like the story to be a little confusing but this playthrough maybe i've done it so many times now that like I just kind of know what's up, but I didn't feel like I got lost like I normally do. I usually get, like, I always feel like there's that moment where I get lost, and I'm like, wait a minute, what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? You know, because there, there is a lot of, like, you finish a thing, and then three different paths open up. And it's and unless you're really, like, hawking the dialogue super closely, you know, they'll, they'll tell you the key thing of where, where it's going to go, but then you'll talk to them again, and they'll be like, well, isn't the water fucking pretty? You know, and it's like, well, that doesn't help me. You know, how do I get back on track? Early generations of, of Pokemon, um, th- there's like this, a general structure to it. Like, okay, once you get to about this point, then we're going to open things up a little bit more. You'll have a little bit more options to where you want to go next. You know, and, and Gen 1, as soon as you get out of Dark Cave, like, okay, now... Go go figure some things out. There's less guided experience now in Gen Two. Uh, you know, once you beat like the Ghost Gym in Mahogany Town, then you get more free reign. And in this game, uh, I I don't know if I've quite hit that point, but they definitely like give you like this more winding path that you're going through, and you'll see it again in Gen Four. And then once you get to Gen Five, it'll kind of like they'll they'll have like this revelation, like hey, like the fun part of the game isn't like trying to figure out where to go. The fun part of the game is catching new things and, and using them on your, your team. So here's just a big circle. Go around that. Yeah, they, they will definitely adhere to the go from route 105 to 106 to 107 rather than being like, hey, now you can go three different routes and, and kind of t- you know pick your poison, do what you want to do. And sort of like doing the gyms out of order. And I'm sure other games let you do gyms out of order, but... You know, and this one, it very much is like a, what do you want to do next? Yeah, famously, Scarlet and Violet will let you do gyms out of order. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, basically the same game, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else we want to talk about for Gen 3? No, I think there's more to come for sure, but yeah, you know, that covers it for now. I'm looking at my list here, and I, I'm... 
I'm excited. I already pretty much got my... I'm excited to use some of these. Some of these that I picked are, I've already used in the past. I'm going to have Mudkip, Goldpin, uh, Shroomish early, pick up Wismer early, Numel. I mean, I'm excited for some of this. That's a really good team, yeah. Yeah, for I'm sure. excited about this one. But I definitely do want to look at some other ones. Like, I have Nose Pass. I've never used a Nose Pass. Hmm. Um, Clam Pearl. Um, Ball Toy. I'm excited to get to. Because I, I have used a Ball Toy once, and I think uh, that one's a lot of fun to use. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Hmm. Yeah, very good. So, Ryan, we kind of uh, jumped right into it here. Yes. How's Pokemon Go? Oh, right, right, yeah. Uh, our, our update on that, for sure. Um, yeah, it's it's been good. Uh, we actually just came off of a Team Rocket takeover event. I think we talked about that. They do they do it, like, every um, every three months. Um, but it basically just means that there's more Rocket fights to do. They unveil new Pokemon that can be shadow in their, quote-unquote, shadow forms. Um, they've been circulating some newish Pokemon. Um, Drampa is now going around. Um, and uh, I guess because right now I think what is it the year of the dragon, or something yeah. like that. Like the, yeah, the, after the, yeah, we just had the lunar new year. Yeah, so right now it's dragons. So like basically the game is just flooding you with dragons right now. So, um, you know there there have been different events for all of these things, but if you needed a, you know if you needed your gibbles or your dinos, um, uh, what is it, bagons. Um, they're all, everything is, all of these dragon types are now kind of back in circulation. Um, even things like, uh, Drudgigan is now in gyms to do, um, I'm trying to think of the more obscure ones, like Skrelp is, nice. is, is showing up, popping up here and there. Um, gosh, what's the other one? There's another dragon. Uh, oh, uh, the Noibat. Noibats are, and again, a lot of these they've already had specialty community days for, so it's not like, um... You, you need, like, a shiny Skrulp or a shiny Drudgegon would be nice because they haven't done community days for those yet. But all the other ones, I imagine if you play consistently and you do those those calm days, you probably already have a dozen of them in your inventory. Like, they're just great Pokemon in general, so... Um, Maybe after we're done with this Gen 3 run, we should do a Gen 6, a Kalos run. I haven't played Kalos in a long time. Oh, that's, that's the generation that kind of got me back into Pokemon. Um, I remember when that one came out, I got a DS and I was playing it, and I just loved the shit out of it. It, it felt so different than the other ones. Um, so I would have to, I would be about that. I love it. And also, keep in mind, like Gen 6 was also when they introduced the um, Alpha Omega Gen 3 stuff, too. Yeah, so it's true. even more of, of a special place in my heart, because it's like my then-favorite generation did the remakes of my previous favorite generation. <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, oh yeah, but Pokemon goes good. Like they just had a, just had a Chansey Community Day, which like who cares? Like it's not. It's good to have some Chanseys, but who doesn't at this point? It's like a OG Gen One Pokemon. Tomorrow being the eleventh, uh, February eleventh, twenty twenty four, will be Hisuian Decidui Raid Day. That is a mouthful. It, it just means that you're going to get five extra raid passes, and they're going to show up in all of the gyms so if you want to go hunt for one they they, they are shiny they can be shiny um so if you want a shiny form one like this is a good chance to, to hunt for one i think that kind of covers it i think that's the that's that's the for the most part that's what's happening right now in the pokemans very good wes you got anything no i haven't 
played a whole much more of Unite. Uh, last time I was playing, I don't know if I discussed it in the last show or anything like that, but they had like Metagross. I've been playing a lot of Metagross. It's just I don't think you've mentioned that, no. Yeah, they added Metagross. Um, well, it's it's been a little bit since I played, but they they added a few new stuff. Like they added that... Um, what was I think the, the grass... last time you talked about it, you had mentioned that they added in Blaziken. Yeah, Blaziken and Mimic you they added, and then they added um, what was that grass starter from the newest one? Spriga. Oh, Sprigatito. Sprigatito. Yeah, that one. The full evolution. Mouse Karata or whatever you're supposed to say his name. It added that um, as a speedster, and they added. Oh, they forgot. They added something else. Shuckle. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> I'd be so happy if they had Shuckle. Holy crap, that'd be so weird. That'd be great because um, like everything, the fight would just go on around it while it does nothing. <laughs> just, it does no damage. <laughs> Tanking damage, can't do anything. How dare you, sir? It was Masquerada, and then something else, um, and I can't remember what. Um, and then they had before uh, they had also added Metagross. Metagross is an all-rounder who just it's like a truck. That guy is just mean. Uh, it, it, I have fun with him. I don't think I've lost a mass or, match with him. The guy is just a brute. Just swing around brute force and everything. It's great. He's got a couple of really fun little moves. Um, one of them... Uh, man, it's been a while since I played it. It was Magnet Rise, where he hops up in the air and gives him a little speed boost, and then he comes down and slams down on somebody, and it's just really funny. Um, but yeah, he's a lot of fun. And that's really what I was doing. I was just playing a whole lot of uh, Metagross because he was just just beating people up for their lunch money. It was it was just mean. I but. see. I see an article here that's like they they said that there was a leak. They data mined the game, and for what they were saying is the uh, third anniversary of Pokemon Unite. The game's been out for three years already. Does it feel like it's been three years? Not really. Like this uh, game still feels fresh to me. It still feels like it's fairly new. It kind of does. Um, because I was just remembering the 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 first anniversary one. Oh, apparently there's gonna be a Gyarados. Yeah, I see Gyarados, Metagross, Meowskarada, Mimikyu, Blaziken. Are, I think are the most recent. Yeah, this looks like the order that they released to. So I guess it was Metagross with Meowskarada. Um. And Mewtwo, they released two forms of Mewtwo, the X version and the Y version. Um, and whichever one is the one that looks like Mew, that one's a lot of fun to play. I played a bit with him. So from um, your experience in the meta, I'm going to name a few of these, and you tell me how good or bad they are, because some of oh, the... Okay. Uh, in, CP, my, in my brief non... <laughs> yeah, some of the disparity in, like, what... Like, Mewtwo is, is, a, is a playable thing. Like, okay, Mewtwo is, like, 600 combined stats. How is Comfey? Uh, Gunfei is a support. It, it's I'm gonna say this for our listeners that also play League of Legends. It's like a Yumi from League of Legends. It attaches onto somebody and moves with them, and you're just kind of like a pocket healer and using abilities while you're attached to somebody. That's kind of the point of Gunfei. What about Sableye? Sableye. Sableye is a little support. He's weird. He's got this cool little thing where there's little these. Uh, 
experience orbs they that drop whenever you have you can only hold x amount of experience orbs that you're supposed to turn into the goal to get your points but as the game progresses you can hold more and more of them but if you're at max they just drop on the ground there's these little orbs sitting on the ground um sableye can drop orbs that will do damage so he says these little traps for you kind of like the kind of like the question mark um things from mario kart as you just drop on the field you're like oh there's something good and then he explodes in your face oh does but that he's like a little affect your team too like if your teammates were to walk over it or is it just like yeah it's like a little aoe little pop it, it doesn't hit very hard but it does slow you so it's kind of like a hindrance kind of thing sableye is a very in and out attack pokemon he's not really he's marked as a supporter but he's mostly for like um just guerrilla warfare just pop a guy get out pop a guy get out just kind of an annoyance what about only a couple more what about okay. dodrio why is dodrio in this game i never see anybody play dodrio um is it alolan dodrio Dodrio only has one type. Is, is there, there an Alolan? Oh, sorry. I was thinking Dogtrio. Sorry. No, okay. no. Dodrio, the three-headed bird. Uh, it's a speedster. It's fast. It's got some interesting moves, little dashes here and there. Um, I never see anybody play him. Okay. So I don't know. I may have played against him once. I said one more. I got three more I want to talk about. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. What is, what is Greedent doing here? Greedent. Oh. Eating all the berries. Be the a boss. defender. Yeah, he's a defender, and he runs around and drops berries and just does this little run-hop thing where he just kind of gets a speed boost and just kind of runs around dropping berries so he can pick up and heal up. He's just a big old meat shield. That's really it. He doesn't hit very hard in my experience with him. and He's just kind of uh, just a meat thing just to smack on. Okay. I, this may be a similar Pokemon then, but what about Crustle? What's Crustle doing in this game? Crustle can be really annoying because he actually is a defender um, who gets really tanky. Uh, of what I've seen, he's the tankiest guy I tend to fight If you for people who know what to do with him. But he's got a couple of cool moves. Um, one of them, this weird, like, X, I don't know if it's X-Scissored, but it's, it's, uh, it's based on a bug move where he just kind of slashes at you a couple of times. And it kind of staggers you and you kind of get caught in it. It's really annoying. And then he has this other move where he puts this small, like, half circle of stone out. And so he just literally blocks your path. And so you kind of, if they're, if they're really good with them, they're good at just sticking somebody in that little rock thing. Um, and he's deceptive, deceptively hits pretty hard. Um, Crustle's pretty annoying. I'm pretty upset whenever I see Crustles. And he's a Gen 5 Pokemon, which makes him just inherently awesome yeah just great <laughs> one last one you're gonna give us a, a hot take on what about cramorant cramorant is one of my mains i play it constantly get out of here <laughs> it is so much fun to play this dude so he has he's an attacker so it's just raw damage um and he has a couple of little things with them where the 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 playthrough that I do, he uses... I don't know if it starts it or when he, his evolved move, I forget what they're called, but it's essentially his hurricane, where it does this low AoE and then does this big tornado up and it just knocks the Pokemon in the air, so it kind of staggers him. It does okay damage, but it's just really handy for just doing stupid damage on a guy because you just lock him up really easily. Um, and then I do Surf with him where he just sends out a little wave that hits him going out and then hits him coming in. 
And so he's an attacker that is like staggering your movements here and there. And he hits so hard and randomly he'll just spit out a Pikachu. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really funny just to like launch a Pikachu at a guy. It's more reliable to get the Pikachu if you choose the dive setup where it's just, it's a dash. Um, Essentially he just, he dives down then pops up at a location and hits a guy. And then I think it's more likely to come up with a Pikachu to do that. Um, but essentially you have to like surf or dive in order to get the Pikachu. Um, and his ultimate, he just sits there and becomes a locked location turret and he just spits a ton of, no, not locked location turret. No, he can move around, but can he? I don't know. <laughs> but he just unloads rapid fire, just auto attacks. And the dude just hits hard. Cramorant's fantastic. I love this guy. If you play Unite and never use Cramorant, just just start to use him. I got this. I I um through an event I unlocked a uh an outfit for him. And he wears this little chef outfit. And he's got little knives on his back, and the big <laughs> chef hat. I'm like, let's go, buddy. <laughs> so he's Cramorant's Cramorant's the man. He's he's the one I'm like. I just feel like making people suffer today. <laughs> just pull out. I love that little stupid bird. Then this harbinger of suffering. Get oh, ready for a bad so time. Much. Here comes Cramorant. I I always do the hurricane and surf because he just knocks him in the air, and then I knock him around with surf and just do stupid damage for no reason. Like this, this <laughs> there's there's some eleven year old on the other end of a switch just really pissed off at you. <laughs> I just love this bird. Again, it's pro- so great. probably running one of the legendaries. Like, why am I not the best? <laughs> I have a legendary. <laughs> I, I was I was so mad. I forget what happened, but I ended up stopped playing it during an event. And I, if I kept going, I would have unlocked a little tuxedo with a top hat for him. Oh no! And I didn't. That I was so classic. sad. I wanted that little because anything else would be uncivilized. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah. But it's okay. I got I got the chef's hat, so you know that's not bad. Well, have we uh, have we talked about Pokemon Concierge, that Netflix show? Oh, I, you know I don't think we have. I watched I watched. You the have series, on though. one episode. I forget which one. So I I, don't I know watched. If it was the Poker Show or not? I watched an episode, mm-hmm. and then during the second episode, Des came and sat down and started watching with me. And now we've watched the entire series twice, and we both own Psyduck shirts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, she she really dug it. She had a really good time watching. It was like her idea to to watch the whole thing again. And uh, she was actually bummed that it was only four episodes. And she was like, "When are they making more?" I was like, "I don't know. They haven't said anything." <laughs> it's like, I don't know more. if such a low impact thing needs like twenty episodes. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Because, like, not a whole lot happens. You're just kind of like, and they're not long episodes either. They're like 18, 20 minutes. Yeah, they're fairly and you're short. just like watching Pokemon just kind of vibe in this resort. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. I thought it was a, a nice little, um, what would you call it, palate cleanser of content. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very mm-hmm. sweet. Um, I, I love the unique art style that almost looks like it's claymation. Yeah, um, yeah, the sort of like uh, stop motion, like like uh, like little models. Yeah. Well, what, what are they like again? Sorry, one more time. I th- I don't think I heard you correctly. What, what they're like these you, little sir? models. Wes, they're they're like little models, huh? <sighs> I hate you guys. <laughs> don't make fun of my little models. They're so much fun. Which that was the thing at MegaCon. Those little models were everywhere, and I'm like, I don't want to buy them here because. Although the prices were pretty much the same everywhere, 
Um, they weren't jacked up because it was MegaCon. But I was like, this seems like a weird thing to buy at a MegaCon is this Gumbla model. Like, what, what souvenir did you get? Oh, I got the gun tank. But after leaving, I was like, I should have bought those gun tanks and gun cans because those are actually kind of hard to find. <laughs> I'm just imagining like, it's like walking down like a county fair where they're just like hucksters yelling at you. It's like, we got models, little models. <laughs> we got little models. <laughs> they, had, they had this really big section um, that was just like the, I forget what it was called. It was like Gundam something. And in there, it was this just really fancy little closed off thing. Like they built walls and had little display cases for the models and a table out front of that that people could go at certain times to build some of these models and stuff. And inside was a giant Gundam statue. And there was a guy who was like in this really big Gundam cosplay for it that required stilts and like a team to put the costume on them and everything. I was like, this is intense for Megacon. Um, and just why Gundam? I mean, I get it. It's Megacon, so it suit fits here. But I mean, it's just, I, I was not expecting all of this. Uh, and there was just a lot of Pokemon stuff as well. Like a lot of Eevee stuff. Whole lot of Eevee stuff. Like every little, they had this like section for like the arts people who were just selling their, their drawings and stuff like that. And their posters that they made and little stickers and things. And it was just almost all of them had some kind of Eevee thing. <laughs> it's just it all over the place. Sorry, I interrupted because you mentioned my little models. That's what you get. <laughs> How dare you, sir. But Pokemon Concierge, thumbs up. <laughs> I recommend it. But that's it. That's all I got. You guys got anything else? We done here? I think so. I don't think I got anything else on tap. Very good. No, I got nothing. All right. The uh, Next up will be the mini show. Uh, I got games including Advanced Wars 2. I also got uh, Prince of Persia that I've been playing. I, I, I finished off Prince of Persia, so I've got some closing thoughts on that one. There's Nintendo Financials that we can talk about if we want to crunch some numbers. Well, it's well, always well. fun. Um, if you guys and, want, I could tell you about MegaCon on the mini show. That seems like something that would fit. Hell yeah. And then uh, depending on how we think we're doing on time, we might be uh, doing some tier rankings. Yeah, very nice. We but that's that. it. I think we won't... How many... We probably only have one or two more rounds of tier rankings left, right? We're yeah, we're, we're getting close to the end of this. And then, you know, we'll do a, a retro show. Got a lot to talk about there. And then wrap it up with the official show at the end of the month. That's it. End of podcast. So long. Later, Gator. <laughs>